Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. We are live. This is Amber. I'm so excited. Can you hear my smile? I You might be able to hear. I actually make a noise and I smile. It's super not weird at all. But this is episode this is episode number 1 and we're live and I'm so excited to bring to you the two people that I love most right now. Uh the lessons that are in these podcasts that we're going to discuss today are so great and really set up the perfect foundation for the show in general. Uh there are big big key points that I have learned uh, in the in the last uh, year or so, I would say maybe less, maybe six months uh, or so, uh, that have really changed my life, and I'm super happy and excited to share with uh, with with you. There them share them with you today, and we will get started now. So you could you know flex your brain, dog. Okay, so a little backstory. It's important that we're able to understand who the key players are, and unpack this a bit. I love that phrase, by the way. Side note, unpack this is my new favorite phrase of all time. I hear it a lot from men mostly. I I don't know if I've ever heard a woman say it, but maybe a woman who was working in Silicon Valley who was like, you know, the head of a big company. Perhaps that sounds pretty accurate. At any rate, unpack it. There's a lot to unpack here. It's just like, it's kind of general and broad and sort of awesome for that reason. So I recommend using it whenever you have an opportunity. Back to the main topic. So we have Jim Quick, who is the guest on James Altucher's podcast. James Altucher is my favorite human being right now, maybe ever. That is definitely my spirit animal. And it's not just because he has cool hair and he's really smart, but he's really, really smart. And he has a really fucking great interview style. It's unlike anything anyone else I I I've seen or heard. He is really straight to the point. He pays close, close attention. He does a lot of research into his guests and their their whole lives. I really haven't. I mean, it, he's just really fantastic. So Jim Quick is um, on his podcast, and Jim Quick is a brain superhero person. Basically, can take anyone and make them better brain power person by flexing their brain and teaching them speed reading and memory. And he worked with uh, really famous celebrities like Will Smith and Forrest Whitaker and Bill Clinton and uh, Virgin Guy, Richard Branson. So he is really, really skilled in this area. And a lot of people come for him, come to him for his expertise. And so he's on James Aldisher's podcast recently, fairly recently. And I mean, this year within the last few months, and then also in 2015, both interviews are both episodes are amazing and I'll have the numbers I believe it's 121 and 254 number at any rate his name is in the the subject line of of James Altucher's podcast which is Altucher A-L-T-U-C-H-E-R James Altucher he has curly hair he's like anyway more on that so he has Jim Quick on there twice and I basically what I've done is just reduce what I've learned the biggest points and the most important things that I found from those two episodes which span I don't know how long they are but you know, of course, I, I recommend listening to them. But if you don't get a chance to, like most people I know, which is why I have this podcast, <laughs> at least you can hear my podcast and it won't take nearly as fucking long. So great. Okay. So uh, first of all, backstory, Jim Quick. When he was a child, five years old, he fell and hit his head. I believe he had some major incident and he had a back concussion, a back brain injury, concussion, whatever. And he had a disability for that reason. And he was, um, he references somebody refer- calling him the boy with a broken brain at some point during his childhood. So, I mean, horrible. Horrible. It's really sad, and of course, would leave any anybody, any child, feeling pretty 
discouraged and not smart, obviously, um, unfortunately. So he makes it all the way to college and he just so happens to be uh, with somebody who ends up being his mentor and explains to him that breaks down to him rather that he's having a really hard time in school and he really can't seem to get ahead and learn things at the, the pace in order to make good grades, in order to keep up. And the guy ends up mentoring him and showing him um, some books in his personal library, which personal library is just my favorite phrase ever. I want a library so badly in my home that I can just sit in and fucking drink tea and coffee and vodka and scotch and like read books with my friends. It would be amazing. At any rate, he goes to this library, library and the gentleman challenges him to read one book a week, I believe, which she finds really insurmountable, uh, Jim Quick does, because he's already having a very difficult time, as mentioned with his schoolwork. But he begins to teach himself in order to learn because he finds that in school, his classes and his university are all subject matter. There are classes in Spanish and literature or whatever religion, but nothing in how to, how to, you know, retain information, how to memorize information, how to really learn, which was what he was struggling with. So he found his own way and his own outlet to to source that information himself and what he learned are things like speed reading and memorization and he was really able to save of course his collegiate career and make an entire career based on this and it came as a pretty big surprise to him he learned all of these techniques and his his peers and his roommates in college were so impressed that they asked for him to teach them as well which he did and he took on a few more tutors and then he decided that he would put up a flyer to see uh how many other students might show up to learn speed reading i believe that's what he advertised read you know you know a, a book a, a week let's say or every two days or whatever you know what have you those of you who know what speed reading is you can quite you can really increase the, the rate at which you read in a relatively little minimal amount of time i think it takes maybe an hour to, to make a, a big difference. At any rate, he expects nobody to show up. Turns out everybody shows up and then he, he offers tutoring and then everything just goes on from there. And he is a, a genius angel from heaven. I am a huge fan of him. And if you look at my Instagram, you can check out some of my posts that I've done on him too. But he's super cool. He's really humble. I like his delivery. He has a soothing voice. He's super chill. And he had all this, you know, challenge throughout his childhood that it really gave him a lot of grit. You know, he had a lot of a really hard time learning. He didn't think that he was capable of doing a lot. And since then has, I mean, now he's the go-to expert on these things. So the, the biggest point that he illustrates too is that, you know, we haven't evolved the way that we learn since, I mean, the beginning of time, basically. I mean, we're, we're using really primitive methods of learning. He, uh, Jim Quick compares it to a horse and buggy. And, you know, also, we've had in the last 20 years more development as far as understanding the brain and brain development than we've had in the last 2000 years combined. So we've had a lot of advancements at a really rapid pace. And like a lot of other things in this world, it's not caught up to the actual practices that we have in any in any case, really. So Jim Quick gives some great examples on how you can incorporate some of these techniques that are pretty easy. And I'll get to that in just a moment. One that is really, really fantastic. And I think is, is the easiest takeaway if you can really apply it. The other part to this is the favorite part of mine, two favorite parts, really. But number one is that learning extends your life. If you are forever learning and forever uh, questioning and maintaining a, a sense, you know, a healthy skepticism and curiosity and continuing to expand your mind, you will live longer. It's proven, scientifically proven. And he also mentions that in order to learn a easy, another easy technique that we can apply, which is something you've applied if you've ever managed or trained anyone at work, is that you 
teach something, you get to learn it twice. So if you are learning something and you're taking notes or you're just organizing it in your mind, if you know that you then have to go relay it to somebody else, then you're going to organize that. You're going to memorize different components. Perhaps you're going to pay attention differently than if you weren't going to have to teach it. So that those are really, really great. Um, and let's see. Oh, my favorite one. Uh, fuck yes. Say fuck yes. Which, if you haven't noticed, I like to to curse often. And fu- saying fuck yes is important because if you're not saying fuck yes, you're saying no. You can also say hell yes and hell no. It still means the same, which is that you want to, my the way I want to live my life and the suggestion that I have based on my experience, and I learned this from reading James Altucher's book. Actually, this wasn't just from this podcast. Lucky for me, I got a little bit of a head start because I read his book about 10 months ago. But it's called The Choose Yourself Guide to Wealth. And in it, he mentions another book, actually, called uh, The Power of No. And uh, it's about saying no and only saying yes to the things that you really want to do. And the two books combined gave me this outlook on life. If I'm not saying fuck yes to something, I'm saying no. And I apply it to every single aspect. I want to wake up each morning and I only want to say fuck yes. So that means not going to a job that I don't absolutely love. If I want to take a nap, if I want to go work out, if I want to go to Tahiti, whatever, if I want to do nothing, if I want to go to Whole Foods, if I want to go get drunk, whatever that I want to do, I'm doing it and I'm saying fuck yes. I don't do anything that I'm saying no to. And that requires being honest with yourself, of course, and then practicing it, which adds a different dynamic because you need to figure out how you're going to tell people precisely that. And maybe you're going to limit the people you hang out with. I don't know. Or perhaps the things that you do. I, I know that a little bit of both happened to me. But at any rate, I... I like to limit in general what it, what you do if you if you find that you're only saying fuck yes is that you limit the amount of decisions that you really have to to make. After some time goes by, you find that, you know, you're you're really focused in on the specific things that you need to do and you're able to make better decisions that way because you've limited the amount of decisions that you have. And studies have also proven research proves that we have a finite number of decisions that we can make per day. There's a cap, basically. So we go through the day making all these decisions and um, we run out. Eventually, we're making kind of stupid decisions. And I mean, this comes from mental fatigue or basically just from decision making, which is another reason why it's bad to get on Facebook or Instagram for long periods of time throughout your day, especially in the morning, and say, yes, I like, no, I don't like, yes, I this, 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 and interact and get people feedback which is great from a business perspective for sure, but you're wasting basically all your decisions and all your opinions on, on social media. We don't really have any personal gain from that where you can make, make your other decisions later on in your day are going to be suffering. Zuckerberg, the Facebook guy, Zucks, Zucks. he and um, the Zappos guy, Tony Shea, they are both known for for always wearing the same shirt. They don't change their fucking shirt. Every day they wear the same shirt. And why? Because they want to limit the amount of decisions they have to make. James Altucher is the same way. He lives in an Airbnb, sold all of his shit years ago. And he has like a laptop and like a few outfits and he doesn't have anything. And I I really admire that, actually. I think that that's great. I don't want to be carrying around a bunch of fucking sheet sets and pillows. I, just, I, I don't want to have that. I think the Airbnb thing is great. So again, I only want to say fuck yes. I think it's a really great philosophy. It, there's a lot to unpack there. But... It's something to really consider if you're having um stressful life because we're usually saying yes to too much shit. Okay, so finally, Jim Quick has great advice. He offers free advice on his website and he gives a free example of how to use the the memorization technique 
to remember anything. So say you're giving a speech and you don't have any notes, you don't have a slideshow or anything like this. This is something that he also references as the biggest lesson that he uses in, Ho- and uses in Hollywood. So when he's in Hollywood, he teaches this most often. And it's called the location technique, I believe. Something like that. You'll get the point here in a minute. So the idea is to associate a location with uh, each point that you need to remember. And the reason that this works is that your mind needs to go somewhere to fetch the data. You know, just like you organize your house, you know where everything is. And there's a reason, you know, there's an association with things that are in the bathroom drawer and so on. So also, when we're using verbiage like a uh, first place, second place to organize our thoughts, it comes from this thousand year old technique of memorization and learning. So in this ep- in this podcast, uh, Jim Quick gives the 10 tips for superpowering your brain, right? So how to get the most out of your brain. And some of these, they're pretty generic, like you've heard them before. Some of them, maybe you haven't. And some of them uh, maybe sound a little bit general, but you need a reminder that they're really fucking important because people seem to have forgotten this part about your brain. Hello, NFL. So also the biggest thing that he teaches celebrities in Hollywood. So don't you want to be like celebrities in Hollywood? That's what I thought. So what you have to imagine and close your eyes, uh, imagine that you're coming over to my house and it's really super fun here because I throw great parties and I have a really fucking cool house. Super cool. Okay. You pull up to my house and your Tesla, your badass and... It's the fastest one, you know? So you pull up to my house and there's a garden there. Okay, so remember garden. Say it, garden. That's my garden. It's outside. And garden is good diet, number one. Number one is good diet at my garden. Remember that, garden, good diet. So that's for your brain. You need a good diet for your brain. So come on, let's come inside. So you come to my door and you notice that there are ants crawling around the frame of my door. And you go and you around them and you ring the doorbell, open the door and you're like, Amber, what's up, girl? Why you have all these ants around your door? And I'm like, dog, those aren't real ants. They're automatic ants. What's an automatic ant? Automatic negative thoughts. For your brain to function properly, you have to get rid of automatic negative thoughts. What you say to yourself, you believe. If you say, I don't remember names, you don't remember names. If you say, I'm fat, you're going to be fat. Like just that you meet, you create this shit in your mind, right? You say, I'm beautiful, I'm awesome, I can remember everything, and I'm the best at my job and doing push-ups and sit-ups and making the best ravioli. Well, good, goddamn, I, vent- I mean, shit, who, who's going to argue with you, okay? Perfect. So these ants are around here, these automatic negative thoughts around my door, they're just fake ones. They're not real. They're not going to hurt you, okay? I have a very advanced house. You know those ants that are from that show Black Mirror, those insects? Those are the, that's the same uh, person who made those, or made the ones around my door. It's super, super cool. Oh, and also, so I answer the door and you notice my sweatpants, right? So this is the third, the third thing, my sweatpants. And you remember that exercise is important. And I'm wearing those really cool sweatpants like Kim Kardashian wears now. Same, okay? Uh, they're probably like uh, Yeezys, right? So you remember sweatpants, you need to exercise. Good for your brain. Now we're going to the kitchen, the best part of the house where all the cool shit is. And the kitchen is going to give you your brain nutrients. And the best thing that I have for your brain, baby doll, is lion's mane. I love lion's mane. I got... Um, that recommendation from Tim Ferriss, actually, from his podcast, and there's a, a brand that I've tried, and I know they make others, but this is what I'm down with, the Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane, and I have two packets of that. I don't know how much it is, but it gets shit done, and I love it. Uh, also, if you take Adderall or have taken Adderall, this shit is way better, so definitely try it out if, you know, anyway. So... Or not, whichever the case. I think everyone should definitely try it. Maybe not two packets, so I will say that. Just try one. At any rate, we're in my kitchen. We're having some lion's mane. If you want one packet, two packets, everyone's having at least a packet, okay? That's how we get down. Then we're going to go to my living room. Living room is another great place because surprise, I have all our positive pals here, positive peers that are going to embrace you and lift you up and tell you how fucking fabulous and smart and wonderful you are. They can't wait to hear everything about you and share. (sighs) 
all my favorite people and your favorite people are in this room. That's the living room. And the positive peers are what really make your brain go bam. It lights up those synapses. When you have love and an empowerment, uplifting people that, you know, are really supporting you, that makes a big difference. And if you can be that to someone else, even a little bit each day, just remember how much of a difference it makes to you because damn, we could all stand to do more of that. I know I can. Barely. I do a lot of it. All right. No, just kidding. I can definitely do more. So <laughs> we've gone into the living room and remembering that we have all of our positive pals. Now we're going into the laundry room because you seem to have stepped in some poop and now we need to clean you up. And the laundry room, we're getting cleaned up. And that's where you need to remember cleanliness. Cleanliness, when you have a disorganized area around you uh, and you're really trying to learn something or think and you're trying to, you know, understand and get a clear head, having a clear space is optimal and important. There's a reason. Next, we have to go to the bedroom because that poo you got on your shoe, it turns out it kind of got on your sock too because it was a lot of poo that you stepped in. So we're going to my bedroom and that's where you need to remember sleep because... That's where you sleep, in my bedroom. Maybe not mine, but yours. And sleep is very important and very, very underrated. I used to think it was cool to be like, oh, I can live on six hours of sleep. I I wore that as a badge of honor. It's really not good. You definitely need sleep. It's like drinking water, people. So don't think that it's cool to stay up and not get any sleep. If you're not getting any sleep, you're ruining your life. Okay. Um, Turns out that everything is okay. Now we're over in the closet and I have lots of sock options for you. You can lean down and pick one up, but don't hit your head on the shelf. You need your brain production. You need a helmet. That's another thing you need to remember when it comes to your brain. If you get a concussion uh, and you get repeated repetitive concussions, that's how you end up like Jim Quick was when he was a kid and he got hurt again as a, a young adult. But you really have to protect your brain. And I mean, that wasn't his fault, of course. Those were accidents. But you can do things to ensure that your brain doesn't get fucked up, all right? That's why I wouldn't like play any sport where your head is going to get damaged or hurt, you know, be in the NFL. Uh, although that's Anyway, don't play contact sports and risk your head, okay? Or let your kids do that is my advice. Uh, Let's see. And now we are going outside to the porch. That's my favorite place, second, third favorite place. The porch is where we have another bar. And that's where we learn things about drinks. We have a mixologist out there. And it's a good thing because this mixologist is really, really talented. And he's going to teach us some great things about drinks and how to make them so that we can make them for ourselves. Because we all know that learning new things is the best thing about life. And in fact, what keeps you alive. So we have the mixologist helping us learn new things. We're learning to make drinks and we're going to get some tequila. We're going to give it to our friend who's outside with us on the porch. His name is Mickey and Mickey is having a really bad day. He had a bad day at work and he's really stressed. He's really anxious and he needs to get drunk. He needs to manage his stress. So he's having a hard time. That's the last thing you need to remember for your brain. Manage stress. Mickey's case here, I'm going to get him some tequila shots because that's a quick way to go straight to it and get the guy drunk and hopefully somebody will make out with him and everyone will have a good time. So what you do, you remember all these places that we went to, right? You got to my garden, you remember good diet. Then we went to my door and there were the automatic ants for automatic negative thoughts. Get rid of them. Now we are going to the sweatpants that I'm wearing, which are cool, like the Kardashian ones. You would remember exercise. They're going to the living room. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We're going to the kitchen. 
because we're going to get lion's mane because you need brain nutrients for your brain. Then we're going to the living room where all your fucking cool ass friends are and my friends too. And then we're going to go to the laundry because you got poo on your shoe. That's to remind you of cleanliness. Bedroom, pick out new socks for your poo shoes. That's to remind you of sleep. Closet, don't hit your head on the shelf. Got to protect your brain. Then we're going to go out to the porch and you're going to learn some shit. New learnings, continue to learn longevity, okay? You'll learn some mixology. When you get drunk, that's how we manage stress. Stress management. Booyakasha. Now, it should be noted that I don't necessarily recommend that everybody manage stress with alcohol. That's Mickey is a good example for that particular case. But if you do choose to use alcohol, I do recommend tequila, and I think you should drink responsibly and often. No, just kidding. Drink as, as much as you like or as little as you like. Don't drink at all. I don't really care what you do as long as you're happy. And remember all the things to keep your brain healthy. And that will keep you happy too. See? All right, guys, we reached the end of episode one. We did it. Thank you so, so, so much for listening all the way to the end. I appreciate it immensely a million trillion times over. And I'm excited to bring you more of the great knowledge and inspiration and storytelling that I get from all the podcasts that I listen to, which are tons. So you don't have to take the time to listen to all of them. And I'm just going to share them here with you. If you have any questions, if you um, have any questions for me or about the content that I discussed here, a lot of it will be on the show notes page at my website at mytalkingdollars.com slash podcast. Again, that's mytalkingdollars.com slash podcast. If you want to get more information, feel free. Please reach out. Tell me what you love, what you don't love, what you think of my hair, what you think of my voice. If you want to take me to dinner, you can do all of those things on the website as well. Please come back and listen to more and I'll love you forever. Until then, bye-bye. Take care and do more good.